All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. So I am super excited. So I have Miss Brittany Young on here. We tried to connect back in May, but she had a baby like the week we were going to do this original interview. So I'm so excited that she is back with me here today. So she is an international coach who empowers multiple six-figure women to cultivate their connection with the divine. So I I love this. I, I found her like in a Facebook group and I was, she is real. She is raw. She is just telling you how it is. And she wants you to be the most powerful you. So I am so excited for this. If you just want to tell us your story, how you kind of got here, what what life is like for you. Sure. And if you hear, hear the noise in the background, that's just Avery trying to interrupt and say hello. <laughs> so um, thank you, Cassie, so much for uh, having me on. And as you said, you know, we we're supposed to connect back in May and I had the little one on June 1st and it's been a whirlwind ever since. I am what I call the breakthrough bullshit queen and I help multiple six-figure women um, definitely connect and find their intuitive integrity, as I say, and connect with the divine in a way that provides them with financial sovereignty. What does that mean in layman's terms? That means that I work as a mindset coach through limiting beliefs. How did I get here? I started coaching back in 2017 and I started coaching within the fitness industry. And prior to that, I worked corporate jobs. I started out my career at the age of 23 during the recession. And I started out, um, I was one of three people out of a class of 2,500 people that received a job during the recession. And I worked in pharma. So I worked for the number one pharmaceutical company in the world. And I started out in customer service, worked my way up to a promotion in market research, and then became a market research specialist that focused on multi-billion dollar products such as Oxycontin and Viagra. And then I moved from that company to a purchasing role where I became a purchasing manager for a very small company. And then from there went on to a sales role at a chemical company, which then led me to become a rep as an oil and gas salesman or saleswoman rather. And then in 2017, I was let go from that position. Oil and gas wasn't doing so hot. And I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to my intuition here and start my own business. And I mean, my story goes way back to the age of 17, but I feel like I can focus more on my business rather than my past, um, which is what I tell my clients all the time. Focusing on the future, focusing on the present time to make sure that you're staying within that time frame is really important to create this beautiful mindset that you want to have. So when I started coaching, I decided that fitness was the way to go. And within the first month of that, I had 20 clients. So I was busting my butt. I was hustling, working anywhere from 12 to 16 hour days <laughs> up at three, you know, three to even get my own workout in. And then I'd have all these women coming into the gym space that I rented. And during the course of that time, I, I did fitness for about two and a half years. I realized that my passions were growing. My voice was growing as well. And I really needed to lean into what that voice was telling me. So it started saying, working with women in business, get back to your 
your roots almost. And I also am someone that's in recovery from alcohol. I've been in recovery now for seven years. And a part of that intuition, that voice, it said, you know, work with people in business, but also work with people that are in recovery. So I was combining the two of business people in recovery, training them, getting them back to the workforce because they were in you know, sober living or finding themselves in a deep, dark hole. And having been there, I then decided to make that the career path that I was going to follow. Well, something bigger came out of that. Somebody came along and said, why don't you do public speaking? You have the voice for it. You have the demeanor. You have the drive. Why don't you make that your career? And I said, you know what? Let me give this a shot. I did a six-month certification course, became a public speaker at the end of it, decided that that's the role that I wanted to follow, and found myself really yearning for coaching on a higher level. So I went from fitness coaching to recovery coaching and then becoming an emotional eating coach, which then turned into business coaching. And so today, what I focus on is multiple six-figure women who feel unaligned, misaligned, feel stuck. And when I say stuck, I mean energetically. So they're really looking to get from that multiple six-figure level to reach seven figures, but they are energetically blocked. And where I come in is I do a lot of intentional intuition work where I can channel And I do a lot of psychic medium work where I'm working with the spirit guides of their own and helping them figure out where the energy needs to be moved. So, you know, as I'm doing this process, a lot of things start to unfold for the client themselves. Um, Recently, I did a session with a woman who decided that she wanted to create her third book. So we downloaded the third book and the day after she said to me, I have 30 pages already of what this next book is going to be. And it was just a beautiful miracle. She was just stuck in this position of where do I go from here? I have this thought, how can I expand on it? And she was in her limiting beliefs, such as shame, guilt, and feeling afraid of what was to come. So we mapped out this book We mapped out the year of 2021 for her all within one hour of a session. And that's the power of using your intuition in business. That's the power of using your intuition in your personal life, in your relationships, in your business that you run, in your career, whatever it may be. But helping these women get from that place of feeling stuck to creating this financial sovereignty of, oh my God. I can actually do this. I just have to move some mountains that are going on directly within my mind or my body. Dude, you're so cool. Holy crap. That's (laughs) so, I love that you did so many different things. And as you like moved through, you like gained so many skills, like knowing marketing that the way you do from like that kind of like huge scale perspective must have helped you so much in moving into the coaching space so that you know how to bring in the right people, like so that you connect with the right people. Cause I imagine as being, you know, teaching other people how to use their intuition, you probably have a lot of intuition with like who you accept as clients. Yeah. Cause I'm, we're not going to work well together. I'm not going to waste their time as much as mine. Do you run into that a lot with your clients at all? For me, all I have to do is look at a picture or feel into the woman. If I don't feel an instant connection or what I like to say, a whole body fuck yes, then to me, I send her elsewhere 
to somebody that I trust. So if she doesn't feel into me energetically and, and it's not reciprocated, I'm going to pass her to a colleague of mine, knowing farewell that they'll most likely be perfect fits for one another. But all it takes is that instantaneous looking at someone and saying, yes, or I need to refer her. How long did it take you to like really be able to tap into that intuition like and just trust it what was like building that for you or have you always just been naturally really intuitive and you've just rolled with it without questioning it or were there things where you were well this is more logical than intuitive based and then kind of like that tug of war sure i it's gonna sound crazy but at the age of nine i was called by god who i've always believed in um to become a nun so i was sitting in class one day and i heard (laughs) come join the church. And, you know, as I'm saying it, it sounds crazy, but I, I just felt like that wasn't what I wanted. I said back to God, I said, you know, that's great and all, but I really want a family, want kids. I want to have that experience. That's more of life than, you know, sitting in a church and praying all day. I can do that, but I I want more. And God said, okay, great. No problem at all. You're just going to have a really tough time are you up for that task? And I mean, I'm nine years old and I'm sitting in math class or whatever it was going, okay, yeah, sure. Like whatever that means. Well, I faced sexual assault. I faced alcoholism. I faced, um, you know, verbal and physical abuse growing up. I have lost all my money. I've gained it all back. I've lost it again. I had postpartum depression and anxiety from the baby and any moms that are listening, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just now getting back after five and a half months of feeling like, oh, I can actually live like a normal person again. Um, My struggles are not greater nor less than anyone else's, but they're my own experiences. So, you know, I've learned to really listen to not only my body, but what does God source universe higher beings want me to do, feel, be, see, and go out in the world and and actually, you know, perform successfully? And, And can I listen to that inner voice, that inner knowing, without actually knowing where it is, right? I think a lot of people get confused. We have these quote unquote gut feelings, which I would say is your intuition. But most of the time we're so consumed in our mind space. We're so consumed about listening to the noise around us. And and that noise is penetrable from the news, from other people telling us what we need to be doing. And, you know, I could go on a tangent here, but I think for me, really trusting in the inner knowing and trusting that I can be safe listening to what's going on deeply inside. And knowing that it's not coming from me, because my mind is so squirrely, I would be off in la-la land um, if I had that choice, right? I'd be surfing the waves in Costa Rica somewhere, not working, just doing that. But having a baby and, and really listening to her and what her intuition wants, I mean, the list goes on and on. But yeah, it started at a very young age for sure. That sounds pretty awesome because I've definitely spent like my whole life only doing really like really logical things that I could justify doing. So in the last like year, I've really, well, it doesn't really feel good and like just doing the logical things. 
were not getting me anywhere in life. Like I wasn't happy with where I was at in just like my regular jobs, my relationships, just anything. So when someone was like, well, just trust your intuition. I was like, I don't know how to do that. And so I started watching lots of people talk about it and just be like, okay, what feels not necessarily like inside of me, but like what kind of like feelings that come to me intuitively when I'm like making decisions. So now like I try to lean into that when I make really like any decisions in like business or in my marriage and like where we're gonna live in like a year, what the hell we're doing in the middle of this fucking pandemic, all of these things, like what can come from all of that. So since we've definitely been in like this crazy pandemic experience, like probably most of your speaking things got canceled, like if that's what you were doing and you're just like working with clients, like because you're working with those high level like entrepreneurs, like to get to that next level, how is the pandemic really like shifted that? Like have more people like freaked out about it or leaned into it? Because I've interviewed coaches with clients who did both who quarantine just trashed their business, COVID just wrecked it, and then they had to rebuild and moving from that, or they were able to pivot and thrive. Like, how are you helping people push for that thrive experience and that pivot in what you're doing? I'll tell you, it's been one of the most challenging yet beautiful experiences. I could get really raw here. So I had the baby back in June and I was already running a group coaching program. I had five women in that group and all five were completely panicked, right? We didn't know back in June how long this bullshit was going to last. We really didn't. But for me, I only took two and a half weeks off. So I never really took what we here in the States say maternity leave, which is anywhere from eight to 12 weeks. Again, BS, you know, most countries give women a full year as well as paternity leave. So I felt myself panicked and freaking out as if I'm going to lose all of these clients. I need to get back to work. So I put my nose down to the grind and I said, "I I I need to get back to doing what I was doing. Well, back in June, things were so crazy that my clients were making money hand over fist and they weren't worried at all, right? They weren't worried for their families. They weren't worried about their businesses. They really weren't worried about what was to come. And yet here I was panic stricken of not only helping these women, but getting my business back on track. So I went into complete burnout and I suffered so bad from postpartum depression and anxiety. I was getting out of bed and I was showering and brushing my teeth, but I had zero energy to drum up new business. And when I was trying to get new business, things went down the tubes for me because I wasn't energetically there. I was so far removed from my work. And yet women were coming into my space saying, what does it look like to work with you? How, you know, how much money are you? What do you do? Can I work in your container? Can I join your group program? What does one-on-one look like? And I had to sit down and say, I can't do this. So my clients were thriving. People I was working one-on-one with were kicking ass. I had a woman start a completely new business, piggybacking off the old business that she had and made six figures in six months. Now, I said, you know what, I'm going to sit in this shit for however long I need to sit in it. So I went through this huge grief period of hating my body. I felt like my marriage was down the tubes. Didn't think that I was providing for my baby. And then on top of that, I saw 
clients leaving me because they were graduating from working with my programs and one-on-one to greater success. And here I am at the bottom of the barrel. So it didn't feel like a rock bottom as much as it felt like a recalibration. And I got to tell you, Cassie, within the last week and a half, this is the first time that I feel like I'm back to myself. So I hit that recalibration button and I said, postpartum depression, see you later. Anxiety is still around, but I meditate and I make sure I take care of that daily and journal and stuff. But the more that I take care of myself, the more the clients are coming back, the more the energy is coming back, the more I feel home again. And my intuition is on fire, right? And my clients that I have right now are also pivoting and they're pivoting more to what I'm doing, which is intuitive guidance, intuitive integrity, helping people connect to the divine. Who is the divine? Well, that is your higher power and that's your source. And then in all of this, creating out of disempowerment, creating that financial sovereignty that we're all looking for. And all it is is that tweak of energetic stuckness. So I had to do my own work. I had to go completely inward and fully disempower myself and shut myself down the power button flipped off and I went in my cocoon when I came back out here I am you know how many clients do I have now eight eight clients later after a a, a five and a half month period where I paused and I'm thriving my clients are thriving um you know I've got this one woman leaving her law practice to start her intuitive business that's a big fucking deal um and she's kicking ass like she's moving uprooting her family from one state to the next while starting this business selling the law office and life is good man life is good i can't complain i'm i'm extremely blessed very grateful and um yeah and the baby's happy too so that's all that matters That's so amazing. And also kind of crazy that you said it's like, this is like the first week that you're feeling better because I just saw like one of your posts a week ago and I was like, oh, I'll go check on her. And I was like, it's probably been long enough since she had a baby. Let's see if she'll do this interview. So that's crazy that it's like, I knew that you would be able to do this and that you would bring this much to my audience to realize if you struggled during the pandemic, it's okay. You you could have struggled this whole time. That doesn't mean that your business is ruined. That doesn't mean that you can't come back from it. Like I know people who've had to restart, who had launches and who have been like struggling. And then there's other people who are like kicking ass and like, just because you're not kicking ass right now, doesn't mean that you're not going to, you can always lean back into your business when it feels right. And when you're able to show up and you're doing the things that feel right, your audience is going to know that. And the people are going to come to you for that. So I, I appreciate that you were like, yeah, no, things just sucked, but you're like coming out of it. Like eight clients, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, we love that. And so one of the things that I saw in the Facebook group um, that kind of like ties into like your intuitive divineness is that um, year-long soul connection. Um, Because this episode we're recording on the 16th, it will be out this Thursday. So as long as people are listening to it like this month, like are there still going to be spots for that? Like if they're listening in November 2020. Yeah. So the year-long reading slash soul connection is just what it means. I'm looking at your 2021 and I'm intuitively working with the divine 
and your spirit guides on what 2021 is going to bring for you. Now, I can't promise greatness or success. I don't have that guarantee. That is up to you and your soul. And so we're looking at the year in full. And then I'm doing a full soul clearing slash activation. What does that mean? I have been working with, you know, Reiki, Akashic Records, um, and just having soul awareness, blending all them together and clearing out any of the BS that you've been carrying, any of that energetic stuckness, getting that out of the way, which is going to make room for your soul's purpose. And how can you connect to that purpose for the next year. And, you know, when I do readings, they're usually one-off readings every once in a while, but somebody sticks around and says, how can I bring this into my business? You know, how can I have this as either a weekly thing, bi-weekly thing, monthly thing that allows me to bring you in as an intuitive consultant, if you will, um, into my business so that my business thrives. And I'm aware of what's to come. And part of that is helping the woman on the other end of really connecting to her own divine guidance, because I'm not going to be with her every step of the way. So I can't channel all of the things that she's looking for daily, but I can sure as hell help her do that on her own. And I like to stay, you know, the reason I call myself the breakthrough bullshit queen is because I like to stay as authentic as possible. Authenticity, integrity, and truth are my three top values. I live by them daily and I preach them as well. So if I'm ever out of line, I immediately snap, snap myself back into it and say, oh my gosh, you're out of integrity. You need to get back in line. Because people can feel that, like you said, they can see it too. And these readings, you know, I don't read into your relationships. I'm not reading into like, is the man or woman going to come into my life? No, I don't like to effing do that. Okay. This is more about where is your soul and, and is your soul truly connected to your divine purpose? Because that's my full business. And I'm helping you see where it is that you need to bridge that gap that you've been missing, right? So we tap into your energy. We tap into the divine. I'm talking to your guides. I do a lot of mediumship work. And I like to say this to everybody. It's kind of like my disclaimer. Your business is an extension of your personal energy. So if you're coming into this reading with a negative mindset, that's what you're going to receive. Can you operate at the highest vibration of frequency based on what your energy is putting out? And I have a coach who constantly tells me frequency first. So if I'm operating at the highest vibration of frequency, then I'm putting that out there into the universe. And that's what I'll get back. You could also look at it from a scientific standpoint you know, the law of divine compensation from what I put out is what I receive. And I receive back tenfold as long as I'm putting out the energy that I want to put out that directly correlates with the frequency of not only my mindset, but my body energetically too. So, you know, we could get really witchy or I could take people down the scientific route, which is really my background. And I tend to focus on that because science is is energy and we are energy. So we are science. We're, we're co-creating with the universe and it's really all encompassing. And so, you know, if you are interested in a reading, you can definitely find me. I'm, I'm very well uh, out there. I'm not hidden. I don't like to hide my gifts anymore. I've been in the spiritual closet um, for a long time until 
somebody tapped and said, it's time, it's time to open the door and stop hiding. So I want to welcome that for your audience as well. Yeah, absolutely. And in the show notes, I'll have all of the links that you sent me so people can connect with you, learn more, obsessively stalk you, read all your inspiring posts and be like, yeah, I can do this shit today. I'm good. I got this. (laughs) So we are... So this is recording in November. 2020 is still literally chaos. The optimism is 2021 is going to be even better. But what are you most looking forward to for like the last six weeks of this year? I'm looking forward to Saturn moving into the age of Aquarius. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius myself. And um, me too. 2021. Tell me, tell me more about how this is going to be good for us. Tell me yeah. more. So... 2021 is really the year, the collective year of humanity actually waking the fuck up. What I mean by that is, so we've got this pandemic, which is actually supposed to last all until next year. Yeah. There's a reason for that. We're wrapped up in the media, right? We're wrapped up in consumerism. We care what people think. We're putting out there looking for likes, comments, distractions. So, you know, the last 240 years, we have been so self-consumed of individual way of being. As Saturn's moving into Aquarius, for the next 240 years, we won't be here, but our soul will transform somehow, some way, because humanity is waking up, the collective is growing and saying, I no longer have to live under systemic conditions such as following the rules. My clients don't follow rules. They follow their own. We make the rules as we go. If you don't want to vaccinate your kid, that's your choice, right? If you want to go to church on Sundays and go to the bar afterwards, again, your choice. Nobody's telling you that you cannot do those things. I'm not talking about that stuff though. What I'm saying is that we as a collective society are finally waking up to see that we have been conditioned to follow a system. We are moving out of that. So for the next 240 years, we're going to have the Black Lives Matter movement increase. We're going to have women's movements grow stronger and better. We'll have women in power standing up for themselves and saying, no more. We're going to have women who have suffered from domestic violence and sexual assault. I'm getting full body chills, band together and saying, you know what, the white man that's in power, the, the, you know, and I am white, but the, the hierarchy, the patriarchy that's been in power, the elitists, we're not standing for that crap anymore. We're not putting up with this anymore. So we as a collective are really gaining strength, banding together and, and putting our energies forth and saying, no more, we're done with this. And this is supposed to happen beginning next year. If and only if you are fully awakened spiritually. What does that mean? That means that you fully have stepped into who you are and you can start to speak intelligently from that space of, okay, I I know where I'm going personally and so I can band with my tribe, right? I, I can fully accept my gifts and I can help people also wake up to theirs. And when we start doing that, we help humanity collectively wake up together. I didn't know any of these (laughs) things. I have more things to Google. So that's, I hope we wake the fuck up as a society at this point. So if you could give your younger self one piece of advice 
Like if you went back to hanging out with like 16 year old you, what would you be like? So this is the thing you need to know. What would I tell my 16 year old self? What would you tell her, Avery? Oh man, success is optional. And I mean that because, you know, at 16, I was really, that's when I started heading down the wrong path. And I had the success in front of me. So it, their option was there. The choice was there. And I am now working through generational deprogramming. So I had the success. It was there. It was optional. And I didn't take it. So your success is optional. Either want it or you don't. And only you can make that decision. Only you can make that choice. I, I like to tell people the truth. I don't sugarcoat anything. And either you handle it or you don't. So that's what I would tell her. Buck up, get ready for a wild ride. And uh, you choose the path that you want to be on and that you follow. So get ready. Yes. Oh, that is <laughs> my, my childhood was a train wreck dumpster fire garbage thing and when I talk about like everything that happened people are like how did you do it I'm like I didn't have an option I just had to do it so that's kind of like what I try to apply to everything in my life I'm like I'm just going to do it it's going to be hard it's not going to be easy it's not going to be pretty I'm probably going to cry a lot of the time but if I'm going to get where I've decided I'm going, I have to do all these hard things. So for me, I'm just, yeah, no, we just got to do it. Like younger me, like, yeah, we're just doing it. We're still doing it. Like you'll get there, but you just got to put in the work. You got to do, you got to do so many hard things. And now like working with like my inner child stuff to like work through all of the things that I normalize as a child that now I'm like, oh, that was some crazy stuff that I was like totally fine with and that I needed to stop being fine with as an adult in like how other people interacted with me. I was like, oh no, that's totally normal. They can be like awful people to me. It's fine. I don't mind. It's cool. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to be treated that way anymore. And like unprogramming these crazy conditioning things. The work is so hard, you guys, but it's so... It's so worth it. Five year ago, me would not understand who this person is today. They'd be like, you're not real. You're like a fantasy person, like living the life that I do because of the insane amount of work that I put in. So there's really just not a quick fix to anything. You guys, like, there's not a quick fix to everything. It's going to be work. And leaning into your intu intuition will probably help make it better because you're going to feel better as you're going through it. You're going to know that what you're doing is what you should is what you should be doing. Like it's your purpose, it's your feeling, it's your vibe. Lean into that and it'll be a great time. Um, and if you just wanna close us out with some final thoughts, final message, um, I will have everything linked in the show notes. People can find you. What do you got for me? Sure. So let's tap in real quick and ask, what do we need to hear today that <clears throat> can be provided energetically for your audience. And I'm hearing, you know, there's nothing to fear that if you follow your life's work and the path that you're supposed to be on, whatever that looks like for you, you'll have zero days where you're worried. If you place all of your trust and your faith in that higher source, there's no such thing as worry. There's no such thing as anxiety. And you could do all the mindset work in the world. So 
another disclaimer, you can do all that work and feel free to do mindset work. It's beautiful, but that's going to take longer. And that's going to take a really long time for you to get to where you want to be. If you tap in energetically and you try to figure out where that stuckness actually is, you'll get the answers quicker. But by leaning in and really understanding that we can only live one day at a time, can't live 10 years into the future. Sure, you can do a meditation on that. I would recommend it, but it's one day at a time and it's not one day in the past. It's today, present moment. So if you place your trust and faith one day at a time, today, having deja vu, like we've had this conversation before, you'll never have that worried day. So that's really how I would sign off and say, you know, I see you, I I hear you, I love you. I recommend that you continue continue down this journey of trusting yourself and your inner knowing and the answers will come. I love that so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. You're welcome.